What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by Chris Norman. Hello, hello. And my other brother from another mother, Christian Valencia. What's up, everybody? And this is episode 102. We're doing it three-way this week. Oh. Mm. Is there any other way to do it? Uh, I can now, name a few, but yeah. <laughs> now, oh. I do want to do a little bit of... I guess, quote unquote, advertising. Um, we just had like a little pre-show segment that is only exclusive to Patreon supporters, and it was hilarious. I'm I'm still trying to wipe off the tears from crying so hard. Uh, it was great. It was great. Thank you, Chris, for that for that one particular comment that you made. I'm sorry, Christian. I just I, I, I... never mind. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. Subscri- I understand. Subscribe. I understand and why listen. you did it. Subscribe and listen. <laughs> It was worth it. Definitely worth it. But this is episode 102, like I just said. And this week, we're going to be talking about our playlist. Uh, I don't know what Christian has on his deck for for what he's been playing, but Chris and I have been playing Fire Emblem Engage. It just recently came out, and we have been teasing the fuck out of it for the last several weeks. Shout out to that. And uh, we're going to cap the episode off with our top five favorite anime characters of all time for me personally it wasn't all that hard but i'm sure for you two it was a little bit more difficult but we will get to that uh in just a little bit so how are y'all doing today y'all doing good yes i'm i'm very I'm, much I'm, so. I'm, I'm a little stressed I'm a little stressed it's, it's, you know, it's you, it's you're handling it well though <laughs> i will say that vent session once you got it out you you were you were all right after that I appreciate that. I do want to say one thing that uh, in a couple of weeks I get to work with Christian again. Mm. And I'm so fucking excited about that. Back to back, sir. Back to back. Oh, back to back for sure. <laughs> Indeed. It's going to have to cover up those cameras. People are going to die. People are going to die. Nobody yeah, dies and multiplies in the ambulance, sir. It's rule one. You know better. I, I'm going to make you not- lose that paramedic of the year award. <laughs> Guys, we just talked about anal bead ping pong, okay? Literally <laughs> five minutes ago. Mortar fire? <laughs> <laughs> All right. ADD, put it aside. Let's get on task. <laughs> Thank God we don't have Carmen on this episode. <laughs> we'll start with our playlist, guys. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since I've talked to Christian, so I'll let you go first, sir. What, what have you been watching? Oh, God. Let's see. Oh, you know, some more eminence in the shadow. Uh, yes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Showed Chris that. Mm. That yes. you did. Thank you, my friend. Oh. Whew. Anyway, it's hot in here. Um, <laughs> Then uh, some Ice Blade Sorcerer. That one is one of the newer ones that just came out. That one's actually pretty good. Um, I rewatched The World's Greatest Assassin, you know, reincarnated as an aristocrat. So good. Oh, that's um, that one's worth a watch because it's in my oh, list. Yes. I haven't got. Oh, that okay. is that is definitely worth a watch. Cool. Um, and then reincarnated as a strong reincarnation of the strongest exorcist. That one's it's it's slow. It's only like two episodes so far, so I'm trying to give it that third one. But the premise is pretty good. And then season two of the Misfit Misfit Demon King Academy. Uh yes, that motherfucker's a savage. And I have tried to um, sit down and watch 
The Last of Us and the No Avail. I just don't have time as much as I want to. You need to make I know I do. And like I said, I've been busy and stressed. (laughs) Put aside the I need you to put put aside the anime for just one day. I need you to watch both those episodes. (laughs) He's like this fucking heresy. I cannot do that. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather just be stressed. Right? <laughs> have they started dubbing Misfit Season 2 yet? Uh, yes, they have the first episodes dubbed. Oh, sweet. That is on my list uh, to, to watch. You the first season's amazing. The first yes, one's it is. amazing. Second one just, I mean, continues from the first one. Oh, nice. So literally where it leaves off. That's what I was hoping. That's, I was hoping much. that's exactly where it picked up at. Pretty much. And it goes fucking 90 to nothing and like nothing flat. In that first episode. Oh, sweet. I'll probably wait till they have at least two dubs so that I'm not pissed off after 20 minutes, but I'm I'm not gonna wait till they're all three dubbed. episodes right now that are still right. Yep, 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 yep. That show is good though. What about you, uh Chris? What have you been watching this this week, this past week? Uh let's see. Last of Us kept up with my hero. Um, did watch The Eminence and Shadows, as Christian mentioned, per his recommendation. And I gotta say, it was a good recommendation, dude. That uh, So when I started watching it, there were only four dubbed episodes, but I didn't realize that. And it was so good after those four episodes, when I realized that I had to either sub it out or wait, I broke my rule and I just mainlined that bitch subtitled. I didn't even care. It was awesome. Just it was very, very it's a different show for sure. It was nothing I was expecting, but in a very good way. Oh, uh, I still don't understand it all, but I think that's kind of where they left it at with the last episode. You're supposed to still have a lot of questions. Uh did watch season one of Misfit Misfits of Demon King Academy. Haven't started season two yet, but my god, season one was amazing. It if I had an expectation for it going into it, which I really didn't, but it it would have blown it out of the water. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. It was so good, so very good. And I've so- only watched it like four times. It's fine. It's fine. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I I oh I've just watched it the once, but I I literally watched it all in like two days. I, I didn't even stop. But that's about it for me, man. Since last week, anyway. So let me put this to you, there, Matt. So you like Sword Art Online, correct? Correct. So, Eminence of the Shadow or Eminence in Shadow is perfect for you. Ooh. Because it's literally the same thing. It just, he's a sociopath. Yep. Oh, <laughs> man. That's, this is the problem. Yeah. He knows what fucking gets me hard. And he just, he knows the exact words to say. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. I'm out there. He's going to watch it. Well, me and Chris had like a whole conversation about it. Yeah, we definitely did. And he's, he's not wrong, man. Like the main character is a, a, a black clad swordsman, but he is a psychopath. He's modeled his character design is modeled after Kirito, but he is just a compulsively lying psychopath. Ooh, slash sociopath. It, it's awesome. It really is. So after I kind of catch up on the two new shows that I started, I'm going to uh, start that. I mean, just because you said it's like SAO. Oh, it's almost it's almost not identical, but identical. <laughs> Like when you start watching, you're like, oh, I see it. I see it. (laughs) It's a twin, but a fraternal twin, not an identical twin. (laughs) 
so yeah, I've been watching a uh, Vinland Saga. I watched, I think, two episodes of that. Um, oh, nice. So what I plan on doing because I started that and then I started uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm flip flopping. I'll watch like one episode of Vinland Saga and then I'll go to the next one, watch an episode of that, and then kind of just flip flop. And then I'll throw in a little bit of My Hero in there as well. But uh, Vinland Saga, pretty good so far. Pretty good. Um, love the animation. The animation's pretty damn good, I gotta say. Um, I'm still waiting for it to get like really fucking good, but it has definitely got my interest and it's something I'm definitely gonna finish. Uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Guys. Yes. Chris, you didn't tell me how much of a hentai that is. <laughs> so, well, there's I, no, I, I mean, there's no hentai. It's etchy, not hentai. Okay. Yeah. I, what did I tell you? It's if 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 someone co-wrote the Demon Love Child of Rising Shield Hero and High School DxD. <laughs> I warned you beforehand. I'm uh I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my, is she orgasming? <laughs> is <it> happening? <laughs> I definitely cannot watch this without headphones. <laughs> I think I think technically it was an eargasm. Eargasm, yeah, she did. <laughs> but it's I am uh, you know. I I am really enjoying uh, how not to summon a demon lord. But I got to put it in that little category with uh, high school DxD, where I can only watch that at certain times. <laughs> <laughs> or or you can just watch it and just say fuck it. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. But then I have to explain myself. I'm not all about that. Lindsay doesn't even ask questions anymore. She's like, okay. No. She's that like, I oh, found, an- found another one, huh? Yep, I did. I sure did. I forget what I was. Maybe it was high school DxD, and we were laying in bed one night, and uh, I told my wife, look, some shit's going to be gonna be said on, 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 the, uh, on the tablet here. Just, just ignore it, okay? Don't ask questions. <laughs> I won't have to lie to you. <laughs> I get the, the turnover, like, look at me, like that weird look, and go, what the fuck are you watching? Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about wanna it. Watch? I mean, I, I do offer you you want to watch. It sounds kind of kinky, right? Right. <laughs> so uh other than that, uh I've been watching The Last of Us. I am doing a review series on that, reviewing each individual episode. So the first two episodes are released uh for those reviews. I recap it and then review it, and you can find that on Surfing the Stream. Um Next week, starting with episode three, I'm probably going to get Nick to join in because he's never played the game and try to get his thoughts on on everything because, you know, he absolutely loved the, the first part of the first episode. And Christian, I mean, you you automatically know what that first part is. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody else Ooh. that has watched the last yes. But, uh, you know, Nick is all like, oh, it was fucking amazing. But that was also his first time watching it. No, so, no, he needs oh, to play it. He need, yeah, he, <laughs> shout out to that. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to get someone onto the podcast to talk about that TV series that has never played the game just to get their perspective on uh and their their reactions to it. Just see how how different it is compared to how I feel about it. Uh the only movie that I watched this week was the movie that we reviewed and that is The Equalizer. Uh by the time the public or the free people uh listen to this episode, that episode will already be out. I reviewed that with Josh and I gotta say, the back end of that episode is fucking gold. <laughs> gold. I laughed a lot, and it was quite hilarious. Uh, but that's that's all I've been watching. Uh, as far as listening, Christian, I'm assuming it's the uh, normal the normal shit. Oh no 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 no. Hold on, 
Let me get the names. Let me get the names. So I did listen to some I Prevail. Yes, I, I, I can't say argue with that. Um, but I did start listening to uh, uh, which calls it uh, Tear Breaker or Tear Drinker. Sorry, Tear Drinker. Ooh, from Mastodon. Mastodon. Yes. Ooh. And then Blood and Thunder. I did listen to those. Fucking tell me, sir. Tell me. Oh, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That shit. Makes- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I can't. I can't laugh right now. It's making me cough. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, dude. I, when I sent those over to. I'm like, look. If he doesn't like these two songs, he ain't gonna fucking like the band because these are the two best songs, <laughs> in my opinion. And I was like, there's another song that I could probably let you listen to, but that's like a further down the road kind of listen because it's like a uh how fucking long is that song it's like nine minutes nine or ten minutes long and it's God. like it's like three three songs conjoined together but well. how it transitions to each song is fucking magical it is one of the best written metal songs of all time guaranteed but you need to kind of sounds very interesting yeah uh so fucking good and it's uh it's definitely something that you need to get. You need to get masked on a little under your feet before you fucking listen to. Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe, maybe you're fucking ready. And I, I, I just sorry, I'm always you. ready. But yeah, is that is that it for you? That's it for me, sir. I've been listening to a shit ton of Mastodon this week. <laughs> when I recommended, we're well, not recommended to, but when I sent you those two songs, I was like, huh. I think I'll listen to Mastodon myself, and I was not, I was not upset by it. I wasn't upset by it either. What about you, Chris? Oh no, nothing cool for me, man. I'm still, I, like I said, I still I have those calls pretty much every day until the end of the month. So when I do get time in the afternoon to listen to anything, I am so just gang railed from work that I either write in silence or put classical music on YouTube. Ooh. That way, I don't I don't have to hear people's voices. Ooh, I feel the anger. I, I know how you feel. yes yes. So on top of Mastodon, I've been listening to some Gojira. I'm reviewing The Way of the Flesh uh, on the Wall of Death podcast, which you can go t- and get by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two supports at any of those tiers. And then you get access to the exclusive podcast that we do, ex- including the uh, pre-show segment that I had mentioned earlier. Oh, sorry. Uh, so I've been listening to Gojira. Been listening to, like I said, uh, I think the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of digging into like my top five just to get some comfort music. So I've been listening to some Architects. I even, I haven't done it in a long time. I listened to Phobia, Breaking Benjamin. <sighs> Gotta say, it's so fucking good. Did you did you see my text yeah. in, uh, in the Discord there, Christian? Uh, no. I played it. I played it for my son, Diarrhea Jane. And it was mm. and he was like, he said diarrhea. <laughs> so shh, shh, shut your face for smack, son. <laughs> so now I only I, I can only call that song Diarrhea of Jane for sure. <laughs> Um, it's it's an insult, sir. I'm very upset right at this right there now. <laughs> Even so, though, I don't think I could ever sing it another way. <laughs> I mean, I agree with <laughs> After you. After hearing it's it, still upset. It's fucking ruined, ruined. What a dick. Uh, but the other band that I've really been listening to a lot, and I just I put them on shuffle, and I just listened to like all of their songs, and that was Crystal Lake. Needed to get some of that heaviness back in my life, and I was not fucking disappointed. God. Damn, that's a good band. I, I'm pissed that Rio uh, quit the band, but I, mean, I understand why he quit it. But I'm st- 
I'm still pissed nonetheless. Uh, and then the last thing that I've been listening to is HBO's The Last of Us podcast, which they recap with the uh, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mason, the guys. You know, one's the creator of the game, one's the creator of the show. So they've both been working on the show. And then Troy Breaker uh, interviews them, and he's asking them questions about the show and the episode in particular. So that is a really, really good podcast if you're into The Last of Us. Uh, not only the game, but the new series, obviously. Um, so I would I would recommend going to check out that podcast. Uh, that has been a, a thing the last two weeks. As soon as I watched the episode... I listen to the podcast, and it's a it's a great little follow up, great companion uh, to the uh, to the TV series. It's called Last of Us Podcast. HBO is the Last of Us Podcast. If you just search for the Last of Us Podcast, you'll 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 fucking find it. All right, I'm just gonna put HBO by it, so I don't listen to the wrong one. But Christian, we'll let you go first with uh, with playing because uh, Chris and I have been playing the same game, so we'll let you go first. So, of course, I've been playing some DMZ on Call of Duty. Uh, I've been playing some PUBG with old Creston. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, PUBG of Gth. But the big one I've been playing is Blacktail. So I've talked to Chris about this one. It's definitely one of those newer games. It just released on the PlayStation 5. Um, it is very evil slash grotesque mentally fucked up game. It definitely messes with your your psyche and makes you question like your own life while playing it. And it's based off an old um, uh, fairy tale of I don't remember what it, what did I tell you, Chris? So I can't think of it. Oh, oh man, that what? was that was like a week ago. You're, yeah, you're no. asking me to go uh, so far Yeager. back. The boogeyman. Uh, no, it's based off of, um, hold on, let me look. Ooh, it's off Baba hey, Yaga. I, I, I got you, man. Keep going. I'll find it for you. Uh, Baba Yaga. <laughs> Slovic. It's a Slovic fairy tale. There we go. Um, yes. Of Baba Yaga. <laughs> sweet Jesus, I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can say this. <laughs> it's not who oh. you did it to, son. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it, sir. I'm coughing. Anyway, it really it, you can pick between good and evil. You can either be the wit the witch of the forest or the savior of the forest. Your choices matter the whole game. So say you find something and you shoot it. It's either good or it's evil. Or you did something, it's either good or evil. And based on what you do, you get perks for being good or evil. Like right now, I chose evil, of course. Why would I choose good? It's really fucked up in the head. Anyway. Heard that. I can leech life off of anything. Uh, you so you sit around um with a bow and arrow. That's all you get. And some magic. Which the only magic you can do is really push people away. And then shoot them in the face with an arrow. I digress. It's is it multiplayer? Uh, no, it's single player. Single player? All right. It, so it's um, like a, a modernized version of what Fable could have been if it had been 20 years later. It's a lot more dark. A lot more yeah, dark. Yeah, dude, I would play the shit out of that. I'm looking uh, at the screenshot, basically. Uh, the, the, the actual graphics that, and the art design. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to literally, like, you really, really uh, literally relive the murders that happened and how they happened. 
based on your your choice how gruesome it is and your find out your story because you forgot all your memories your memories are erased whatsoever you have no memory whatsoever you're looking for your sister in the woods your twin sister but your character is really messed up in the face like she's missing skin and stuff so she wears a mask the mask is evil and it gets even more evil so you get to hear your inner thoughts without hearing your inner thoughts you know like you're running around oh i'm talking oh and let me have this conversation with this person kill them you know do this do that it's pretty messed up in the head and i love every minute of it the yeah, combat's kind of hard though pretty awesome honestly that sounds great the combat's kind of hard because like you don't you have to unlock certain things but they're really hard to do like you have to go kill a boss with the shitty ass arrows that you have and maybe it unlocks it maybe it doesn't so you do like the trolls you have to fight are super OP and it takes like 12 arrows to kill one and you have to automatically reload your arrows every time and if you don't have the like it takes wood and feathers to make an arrow if you don't have the resources you can't make arrows so you're kind of screwed. interesting so it's like collecting shooter slash collecting slash other <laughs> fucked up in the head stuff <laughs> to be honest with you so it looks like it's anywhere between seven to 15 hours ish oh yeah it's 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 there's a lot to do and a lot uh, to what, do 30 bucks i think on xbox is 30 bucks well i did it uh it was on sale i paid 20 bucks for mine Ooh. so it's <laughs> like it sounds like it's like the length of an indie game but it like the play quality of like a full length game yes mm. yeah dude i would i would buy that in a heartbeat that sounds pretty amazing let me see look at the uh yeah it's 30 bucks on the playstation store right now i'm gonna go ahead and add that to my wish list and maybe uh in the uh slow season if there's ever a slow season for me uh, I'll I'll check that out, sir. Because uh, you you definitely got me kind of uh, kind of horny about it. I I definitely texted Chris as soon as I started playing this game. I'm like, Chris, this is definitely one of those games that like it's very just it fucks with your mind. It really does. Yeah, no, you got my attention just talking about it with the two or three text messages we shot back and forth. But actually hearing you explain everything, dude, uh, that sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty. I I I just don't have. It messes with me so bad. Like, I only can play it, like, so long. Like, usually I could beat a game, like, what, Matt, like, two, three days? Yeah. No, this one I have to, I'll take, like, an hour, and then like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Is so it there's a like little, like? There's, like, um, there's little, um, so everything gives you a certain resource. Like, certain things, obviously, like, you know, grass and all that, but everything that you can shoot and break is pretty much a resource. So they have these little pine cone little soul like things that sit in the trees and they stare at you but if you shoot them they give you your thoughts not your thoughts right now a previous thought or a previous conversation that like had like a major turning point and it repeats it so you have mm. to get them as a resource but you shoot them and they tell you shit like fucking with your head 
So sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not kind of like the voices in your head when you played Hellblade. Yes. Oh yeah. That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm there for that. Yep. Yeah. It's really oh. messed up in the head. Like I, I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm going to play for an hour and be done. <laughs> but And then the trolls, you know, like I said, the trolls are overpowered. So trying to fight that and do that shit is aggravating. Yeah. Uh, that's the, that, that's the, that sounds like something I'm going to check out in the near future, for sure. And it's, it seems like a quick little playthrough, so... You say that. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> it's, it's really not. <laughs> but Chris, you and I have been playing Fire Emblem Engage. It has been... It was my number one most anticipated game for, for the year, and uh, it's finally here, sir. Mm -hmm. Time to talk about it. I've been anxious to talk to Chris about We have not said shit to each other about the game not sure. we've we have we have almost but we have stopped ourselves yes yes especially in the pre-show segment well the <laughs> pre-show segment pre-pre-show uh i was like ah shit I'll, I'll save it i'll save it don't talk about it just yet but fire Emblem gauge it came out on the what the 20th and as y'all know fire Emblem three houses my favorite game of all time. Absolutely loved it. The story, the combat, it all just had this huge fucking fuck fest and it just made this one beautiful baby with the story and the, the combat. So Chris and I talked a few weeks ago about our expectations for Fire Emblem Engage and how we kind of set unrealistic expectations for the game. So we kind of both decided that we needed to lower them because from what we had heard, the story was not as good. How many hours have you put into the game, Chris? I am right at 12, maybe like 11.45. I think I'm like six and a half, somewhere in there. So if if you have not played Fire Emblem Engage and you don't want any spoilers, then I highly recommend you just skip past this, this section a little bit. Uh, I don't think I'm going to spoil any, any actual story details, so... Uh, just yeah, no, no. I, I don't plan on doing any of that, but I will. I will try my best not to. But even where I'm at, I, I honestly can't spoil that many because I don't think even at 12 hours, I'm like a fifth of the way done with it. So I'll, I'll try not to at all. But if I do, I can't spoil much. Have you done the first paralogue with uh, Jean? Yes. OK, that's where I stopped. I got okay. to the paralogue and I stopped. Uh, All right, so I'm I'm only like three story battles ahead of you. I've done some other crap since then, but I'm only as far as story progression. I'm probably you could probably catch up to me in like three hours. We're pretty close. So yeah, I got Jean on my team. So my first question to you is, how, what do you think about the story? I think well, let's say the combat for just a minute. What do you think about the story? Um, overall. I think it's probably going to be on par with Three Houses by the end of it based on the the setting Ooh. and the plot. Uh it's it's actually to me it's doing a couple of things better already. Ooh. Um I'm not I'm not saying the game's better, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Sheath your dagger, all right? Uh it just okay. it it's one of my expect or one of my preliminary problems going into it was well the best part about three houses is there were three houses it's three full playthroughs but i didn't really notice until i started playing this one how much i think that took away from some of the character development with the cutscenes 
being shorter. And, you know, one of the things we talked about while we were playing Three Houses was we hated the fact that when you had conversations with people, it was literally just a still picture of them with text on the bottom. And the fact that they kind of changed that to where the people are actually talking and it instead of you picking your core set of characters and kind of learning about everybody around you, I, so far I'm actually kind of liking the pro- progression of how you're getting to know everybody in a linear fashion. Uh, now, as far as the, the overall, like if the stories were laid out into a novel, would I probably like Three Houses better? Yeah, probably. Just the backstory for that game and everything you learn about the world in it is just it'd be really hard to beat, but I'm not disappointed with this one. I gotta say, I'm, I'm watching the story happen and I'm just like, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. The story's okay. It's, it's kind of cliche. It's your typical anime dude wakes up and he has no memory of everything. So he has to regain his memories and he's a little bit of a bitch, but Hey, I'm not here to judge, you know, there, there are bitches out there. Well, and I allow me to backtrack for a second. I should have let off with it's very cliche. You have to know that going into it to appreciate it. Yeah. So the one thing that it's it's something that's aggravating me is he introduces himself as the Divine Dragon. I, I feel like that's like Tom Brady going up to someone and saying, "Hey, I'm the greatest of all time, Tom Brady." Yeah, but I feel like Tom Brady probably does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird it's just weird yeah it is it is a little odd i'm the divine dragon bitch uh actually you are the bitch if, if we're being yeah, he, he, yes he is as, as a main protagonist he is kind of a little bitch <laughs> i don't want to go over there they're scary i'm like really <laughs> really <laughs> you're the divine dragon you're being such a bitch but that is like my only negative of the game so far. <laughs> but those are my only negatives. I, I do like the story. Um, it's, it's just not nearly as good as Three Houses. The one thing that I I would say I wish was different, and I kind of text you about it, was the support systems and how you get to know those characters a little bit more. It's completely different than what Three Houses was. And Three Houses, you know, you when you don't want the battle... You're going to spend 30, 45 minutes running around the damn school talking to every single character, getting to know them, taking them out for, for lunch, to, to tea, training with them, yada, yada, yada. Okay, That's not necessarily the case in this game. You can go around Somnial and converse with them, but it's legitimately, they say like one thing, and then you can either give them a gift. Like you don't build any support with those characters. The the way that you build the support is you have to go into your menu, go to a reference table, then go to support, and then possibly, if it's an option, you can build support relationships between the characters. And I'm not a huge fan of that. It, but then again, maybe that's coming from someone that loved love loved the way Three Houses was. So maybe I'm having unfair expectations in that regard. So well, and the difference there is you, you don't so you don't have to go into the menu to build the support. You just have to go into the menu to trigger the conversation. Yeah. So still, it's talking to them at least once every time you're inside the Somnio, even if they say the same thing, it will add like support points to the you know the total to build toward it. But you yeah you can give them gifts. You can you, there's not as nearly as much 
as many things you can do, like you said, in three houses to do it, but there are still ways to do it. But like, if you don't feel like going into the menu every time, if you get somebody's support level to where they're ready for a conversation, you know, they'll have the three little dots over their icon on the Somniel map. And if you talk to them, you can click support there. Oh, okay. I guess I just haven't got to that point yet. <laughs> no one likes me. <laughs> I have no friends. <laughs> I have no friends. So I just wanted to, uh, the combat, uh, uh, I'll mention the combat before we talk about some of the characters real quick. Uh, the combat is a lot more in depth than three houses was. It took me some getting used to actually, cause they brought back the rock, paper, scissors wheel where, uh, swords are strong against axes. Axes are strong against spears and then spears are strong against swords. Can't believe I remembered all that. Uh, and then I still forget it half the time. I have to sit there and think, so, <laughs> Like, but like the archers and then the magic users and uh, there's one more. There's is there one more? I don't know. But if you have a physical like a brawler, you can just like punch them in the face and that's their weakness. I'm like, really? <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Uh, so everybody has a weakness, and if you hit their weakness, you can break them, and they'll drop their weapon, and then you can come in with another. Uh, another character, right? <laughs> <laughs> another character, and you can just absolutely demolish them uh, because they have no defense at that point. Shout out! Shout out! So yes, indeed. So the combat for me, while it has taken a little bit more getting used to, I, I think it's a little bit more involved, and I do like the uh, the depth that they kind of used with the combat this time around. Yeah, no, I, I'm a, I, I know part of that is kind of taken back from older games instead of building on what three houses did, but I do like it. I, I like that. And, but the build to me is the addition of emblems is equatable to the jump from XC two to the mechs and XC three. Yes. Like it's, it's, it's that big of a difference. And you, I, I won't spoil anything for you because you're about to start learning it and figuring it out for yourself very, very shortly. I'm pretty sure the next time or the time after that that you go to the Somniel. But once you figure out how important who each emblem is attached to and the benefits you get from leveling them up and stuff, dude, it's it's next level. It it does it does make a huge difference, the emblems do. And then mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about fucking uh what is it? The not not emblem rings. What what are the what are the the secondary ones you can give to all the other characters? Um the uh the ones you can combine and like um yes. yeah i forgot what they're called I you, they're you called. go to the you go to the emblem or you go to the ring vault or whatever to make them and then you can there's something rings uh, i forgot but one rings it's just uh, it's it's pretty much like little stat boosting accessories but you can infinitely make them and dish them out to your entire party it's pretty cool yeah so uh, i've been doing that and then i've been I've been kind of swapping a couple of emblems around just to see who is the best. Now, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bander, the uh, Alfred the Butler dude. He doesn't level up at all. Oh, you know he's going to die. He's got to, right? I mean, that's not a spoiler. That's a guess. I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. So... Because, like, he comes into the game, you start the game, and he is just completely OP compared to everybody else, and... He gets like two experience points for every action he takes. So I just feel like that's going to be a to do situation where you either 
think he's gone for half the game and then he pops back to life or he just straight up eats it. I don't know. I don't even use him because I know it's going to happen. I just build everybody else up. Yes, I, I've taken him out of my <laughs> out of my team. I'm like, dude, you're still level one? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Trash can. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put you in level everybody else up. Uh, so Clan and Fram are the uh, the twins. The ones uh, Clan is the magic user while Fram is the healer. They have this this basically this fucking fan club for the Divine Dragon, which is kind of funny. It then is. We got, then we got Alfred, who is the uh, Dimitri clone. Basically, I mean, looks just like Dimitri. Yep. Uh, then we got Etia, who is the archer. Uh, she's a savage, and she's one hundred percent on my team. Then we got Celine, who has the uh, the emblem Celica, Celica, who is the princess. She's uh, Alfred's sister, and she uses magic. She's pretty dope as well. Then we have Chloe, who is also my girl. Uh, she's a lance flyer. And then we have Jean, who's the healer from the Paralog. And then we have Bander, who is you know Alfred the Butler. We have Boucheron, uh, armored axe. And then we have Louis, who is the armored lance. And I'm I'm undecided. I, I still need some more characters on my team. <laughs> like more that I'm like not sold on it. I'm like I like this team, but I'm not sold on them either. Because let me tell you, I'm playing on hard mode. And I'm playing on permadeath. And let me tell you, strategy is required <laughs> for fucking hard mode. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a cakewalk. I, I heard that uh, the difficulty was was fairly easy. Guys, it, it's easy if you play it on fucking easy. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what fucking difficulty these uh, critics are playing on, but I'm playing on hard. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm getting fucking creamed shout out but i'm also not completely struggling i mean every once in a while i have a someone die i don't have to use the time crystal and fucking reverse shit and and whatnot but for the most part it's just kind of it feels like they hit very heavy and then they have high defenses as well so it's kind of like you're using like three different people to attack one person at this point yep and the the ai is very very good at the rock paper scissors system, oh. like they they don't miss. Sometimes I forget and it will damn near cost me somebody dying, because I will just have like three of my people will get broken in the same turn and just get physically assaulted when my healer is nowhere even remotely close to them. So it's it's something that it's a fun addition, but at the same time it's something you have to learn. You can't forget about you. You have to take in, it into account on offense and defense. And let's say you move your, uh, let's say you move somebody to like the far left while you got everybody going to the right, and you have to account for every single uh, NPC that can attack you, because, like like you said, they use the AI is so great with pinpointing those weaknesses. So if he sees someone way across the map that is that he's strong against, he will bypass three or four of your people just to go kill that one person. And I'm like, you're a fucking dick. Like with, with absolutely no hesitation. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm putting all these people in front of you to kind of like entice you, kind of distract you. No, no, they're not distracted. They have one goal and that is to eliminate you. <laughs> yeah. And so I was doing a, a, like one of the little bonus battles. I don't know if you've seen any of those or not yet, but it's kind of like this, the, the training battles you could do on three houses. 
And I was just wondering about the artificial intelligence on both sides of the ball pretty much. So I just auto battled an entire battle to see what would happen. And that, dude, I was, I was at least five members of my team were at the recommended level. A couple of them were one, maybe two below it at the time, but I got trashed, had to completely hit rewind and do the battle again myself. Nice. Yeah. So like, I'm telling you, it's it's very meticulous. It, it definitely seems harder than even hard mode on three houses was. Yes, I, I will agree. Because you remember when we talked about that game, it hard mode was like, no, this this is still kind of fairly easy. But when you go it's editing, it's like this huge fucking jump. <laughs> yep. So it does. Yeah, it they does definitely seem, made it more central. Exactly. It does. It does seem like they kind of evened that out a little bit and <clears throat> didn't make it such a huge jump in between difficulties. But dude, I'm loving it so far. Really, really loving it. Um, I just got a few issues with, you know, in three houses, when you're in the battle, you wish you were at the school. When you were at the school, you wish you were at the battle. And it was this back and forth tug of war thing that just made that game just progress further, further along. Uh, this one, I do the in-between shit, and I'm like, I'm ready for a fucking battle. 100% I'm ready for a battle. Finish a battle. Ah no, I'm still ready for battle. <laughs> Let me go I, battle. I will agree with you there. It is begun it's beginning to seem like the Somniel is more of a chore than a break. Exactly. Now do you do the training sessions and the emblem training and all that in the arena? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna say make sure you do that every single time because you only get three, but you can use three every time you go there. Yep. But again, because you only because they don't stack, that's what you're. I think that's kind of why we feel that way. Like it's almost a chore. It's like, well, shit. I just want to go to the next battle, but I gotta waste ten minutes doing this because it's it doesn't roll over. I mean, you use it or lose it. So that's a fact of life, right there. Yes. But yeah, I'm loving it, and uh, I'm definitely excited to talk about it for the next several weeks like i do all fucking games you know y'all know i can't beat one game in a week but it's a great game great game so far and when you get a little further into it shoot me a text with the word celica in it i want to tell you some things to do with her without sharing way too much about the game with everybody else that wants to play it that hasn't yet all right will do sir all right christian you ready for the top five anime characters of all time? Is Christian there? Did he leave us? Hold on. Oh, it's going to say, Rutro. <laughs> this dude said, Yeah, they're talking about Fire Emblem. Uh, I'm just going to peace out. <laughs> but, anyways, I will go ahead and start this, this conversation. Uh, I needed another segment for this week. And, you know, Chris and I just talk a lot in general <laughs> we're on our episodes so i'm like top tens no oh, that's gonna take a long time between the three of us so <laughs> we're going to talk about the top five anime characters of all time our favorite five and uh it was really a toss-up between this i think chris wanted to do uh top five like romances in anime Slash or bromances or bromances and then uh what was the other one unsung heroes unsung heroes and I just I haven't watched enough anime in depth that I, I don't think I could really contribute to any of those discussions. But I can contribute to top five anime characters. Now, granted, um, I wrote down a list of my characters, and they all come from my three shows. So 
guys, go fuck yourselves. I, I can I can only do whatever I'm handed with. Okay. It's all good, man. Regardless of what show they're coming, if they're your favorites, they're your favorites. Exactly. Exactly. I even I think everybody's gonna be surprised by number one. You think you know it, but you don't know it. Mm, I think I know it. Do you though? Probably. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this it's is, either number one. I I know your top two. I just don't know what order you're going to put them in. Hmm. I you could guess that. for five years, and you wouldn't guess my number one. I, I don't. I honestly don't think you know. Sorry, that was Lee on the phone. <laughs> anyway, all good. So well, yeah, I was, good. I was just telling them that uh, we we decided to do top five characters, anime characters of all time, and Chris is on the impression that he knows what my top two is. I don't. So y'all, neither one of y'all, going to guess any of mine. I don't doubt I will. I I assumed I wouldn't, Christian, but I'm glad you're here because I want to hear them anyway. <laughs> so I based mine on the newer in, not of all time, because there'd be no way I could do that. Like when Matt texted me and said, "Hey, I need top five character animes." I'm like, "What? <laughs> Anim- anime characters? Like what? <laughs> I can't do that." He goes, "I figured you couldn't." <laughs> So I gave myself a stipulation just so it'd be easier for me. Cause I even texted him. I'm like, what stipulations are we going with? Like, what are we doing for what, for him, what genre, what, you know, like I have lists, you know? So we just did okay. the newer, I just did the newer versions of recent animes. Fair enough. That is fair. And that before we begin, let me preface this by saying these are my top five favorite characters, not the top five most badass. Right. <laughs> like not the top five I would want on my team if someone was trying to kill me, just as far as demanding screen time because I enjoy their character so much. That's how I base it off. Right. Yes. Now, I did make a little stipulation for myself as well. Um, there's two on here that are from the same voice actor. I tried to change it up to where it wasn't the same voice actor every time. <laughs> Otherwise, the whole list would be two voice actors. <laughs> That's that doesn't narrow it down, sir. Like, I can almost guess your number one now. <laughs> you, you fucking anyway. You're not gonna get number one. Okay. I'm I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a little curveball for y'all. Okay. 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 For one right. in this podcast fucking history, nobody knows what my number one is. <laughs> It's Dark Souls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, bitch. Probably Bloodborne. Probably Bloodborne. <laughs> they made it an anime somewhere, I can tell you. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Chris, you're number five, sir. All right. My number five is going to be The Shadow from Eminence in Shadows. Now, I hate this guy as a person. And I know that it's odd that he is on my top five favorite character list but his character is written so well that even though he is a sociopathic douchebag i cannot watch enough of him when he is on so funny it it's funny it's intellectual and honestly the the person that wrote the show has to be a sociopath like there's no either a, a sociopath or an fbi profiler like there's no other way that you're that good at encapsulating this personality unless you either are one or you do it for a living but the shadow as a character is just amazing because like like we mentioned earlier he's pretty much the anti-kirito and he will help you but it is not because you need help it is because he just wants to merc some people and make people recognize how omnipotent he really is but 
it is as a character he's he's, he he's is written that damn near to perfection. Character. Yes, yes he is. That sounds hot. You you would love it. You I'm telling you, I, I might I might cycle cycle through three anime at once. It might be a little daunting for me, but I'm gonna do it. I don't know. I would definitely wait because the dubs you're, are still coming out. Yeah, the dubs are still coming out, and if you start this one, you're not gonna want to stop it. Like you no. can you can bounce back and forth between something and how not to summon a demon lord. But even Vinland Saga, when you get to episode five or six, you're not gonna want to stop that one either, probably. That's fair. That's fair. Christian, you number five. Right. So my number five is gonna be Anos Voldigold from oh, Misfit yes. of Demon King Academy. That motherfucker is just a savage. Through and through, he never misses a beat. He is straight up a savage. Straight up. Like And he, like the he, the nicest guy ever. Like he is, he's a nice guy, but he will fucking ram it in your ass and yes. not even blink about it. But only if you deserve it. <laughs> like I'm intrigued. Like this doesn't ruin the, anything because I know y'all haven't watched season two, but it doesn't ruin anything. So I can say it. He literally beats the shit out of this dude, kills him, reincarnates him with half his power. No, a quarter of his power, just because he could. E- I was like, yes, sir. The pair on you. <laughs> and he do- oh, he does have a steel pair. And one of my favorite things about him is even when he just goes completely off and annihilates people or just beats them within a breath of their life, he's like teaching them a lesson. Like, this is why this is happening to you. Right. What can you do to better yourself when you leave this situation, assuming you get to? Right. So it's like anime meets boy meets world? No, no, uh, no, definitely no, no. not. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I mean, like him, him teaching you a lesson. Like you learn. A oh lesson. no, no, it's it's like you getting teabagged, and so how are you not going to get teabagged next time? <laughs> yes. How do we learn this? <laughs> what are we going to do to prevent this from happening? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 comedic gold, but it's also awesome. Yes. My number five is going to be Goku. Sorry, I, I had a toss up between two or three characters. And uh, I was like, fuck it. Goku has been around since the fucking beginning for me. I got I to gotta fucking put the nostalgia in my list a little bit. And uh, yeah, Goku's number number one. I mean, he, he's not as enjoyable nowadays as he used to be, mainly because they made him kind of a caricature, especially in Dragon Ball Super. But in, in Frieza Saga, the Cell Saga, the Boo Saga, all those sagas... Uh, he was uh he's he's fantastic. I, I I really, really love that character. And anytime he was on screen, like like Chris said, these are my favorite anime characters, the ones that I love watching. And when they're on screen, I am fucking paying attention. And when they're not, I want them to be on screen. And uh Goku is one of those. Yeah. Can't argue with that one at all. Mine was trunks, old school trunks back in the oh, day. I, oh, I knew what you were gonna put. I mean, it's not my top five, but yeah, he was—he was definitely the one I, I always look at. Like futuristic teenage trunks with the sword. Yes, like the yeah. original Z one, not the not super. Z. Right. No, I'm with you. Heard that. The only, the only good version. Right. <laughs> the only trunks. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Number four for Chris is going to be Akino from High School DxD. Who so, saw that coming? I, I, I let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> yes. For the duration of the first three seasons, Akino was an amazing character for me, simply because I'm a man of culture. All right? 
But yes, you are. <laughs> in in season four, you get her backstory and you get her childhood and you get emotional depth to her character and she just has probably the best subplot in that show. Conoco's close, but Akino's was amazing. And she just, after I got about eight episodes into season four, and then the, just the cherry on the top of the season of how it all ended with the team and whatnot, she, there's no way she couldn't be on this list. Understandable. I understand your, your thoughts. I do. I do. Mm. Anyway, my number four is going to be Sika from Reincarnation of the Strongest Exorcist. Um, he is pretty much, uh, he's kind of like uh, Shadow from Eminence of the Shadow. He's that background character, but he's so <laughs> overpowered. And he's trying to make everybody else look good so he can be like that little background character that just slaughters everything and has no responsibilities. Nice. Yeah. That that's him. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Reincarnation of the strongest egg. Where can I find that at? Uh you can actually find that one on uh Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll. All right, cool. Thanks. My number four, Yami from uh Black Clover. I mean, I just love it when that dude I mean the dude just takes a shit every single episode. I and- literally was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> that dude takes <laughs> I'm going to take the shit and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, just like having just the most epic battles ever with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Uh, like if you want to talk about one of the most badass characters, he's a fucking badass character. Takes shit, is. smokes while he fights. <laughs> and it talks about <laughs> <laughs> yes, taking shit. <laughs> so I, I really don't have to say anything else. That's that's literally all I need to say about Yami and why is it number 4? You definitely don't. Let's see. Number three is Soma Yukahara from Food Wars. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Uh, man, it was weird putting him on this list, but I do like I like shows where there's just an OP character that gets challenged and constantly has to prove why he's OP. But to see it done as a chef rather than a samurai or a ninja, yeah. God, I just love that show so much. And his personality is... Very well written. You want to talk about etchy on that one too? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's oh, yeah. food. Literally rips clothes off. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just that good of a chef, man. What do you, I don't know what to say. He like just... I love the um the tournament on yeah. season two, I think, and they got the guy rip off his loincloth. What <laughs> <laughs> <Not> about that? <laughs> I was like, are we really doing this? Oh, we're doing this. Okay. So my number three is going to be Lug Tuathaday from the world's greatest assassin reincarnated as aristocrat. He is so level-headed and so like 10 steps ahead of everything he thinks of that to watch him set up an assassination, like he sets up a duel with one of the strongest, one of the strongest said characters at the time and implements his old world, which was, you know, currently technically our world. And implements magic into that and kills him one hit or quitter. Ooh, Almost kills shit. himself while doing it, but just to watch him how he sets everything up just to kill somebody is fantastic. It's a little edgy, oh. but it's fine. So that's you get a lot of like reverse detective work in that one, then, huh? Oh, like like he'll like he 
he sent up like a tungsten rod, kind of like you know, like the um, like the stuff in space that you, you know, a weapon they can drop it down, cause like a nuclear uh-huh. warhead. He sure literally do. does that to an enemy. Oh damn, dude, that's busted cheat like code. Like he said, he set it up. Yeah, but he had to do it like precisely because you know you can't really aim. You know, oh imagine. no, no, I wasn't like, a knock. I was saying it was badass. Like, oh yeah, he fucking it's. The way he just mind fucks other characters slowly and manipulatively. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm going to list that one for next. My number yeah, three. That one's all full dub, by the way. Oh, sorry. Oh, nice. No, go ahead, man. This is awkward. <laughs> Damn right it is. That was premature. You, you have our permission to host your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So my number three is currently my favorite anime. And I, I've said it before, SAO has always been my favorite anime up until uh, Demon Slayer. And I was like, man, when you really think about it, season one, season two, and the movie, movies, I should say, are fucking amazing. When you start getting past those, it's not as good. While as Demon Slayer, maybe not as many seasons so far, but for what it's, it's putting out so far. I am absolutely in love with it. I love the manga. Everything to do with that entire series, I absolutely love. And that is why Tanjiro is at number three for me. Um, I really love that character. I love how the dude is just hell-bent on getting his sister fixed. <laughs> getting yep. her changed from a demon to a human. And where I'm at in the manga and how that is going to play out for the rest of the series, I'm super intrigued by I haven't been I haven't been able to read any in probably the last month or two. So been a little bit behind on that. But whenever he's on screen, which is just about all the fucking time, uh I love I love when he's on screen. Can't argue with it. And then the um, when he starts getting the fire abilities with the water and, and fantastic. Let's see. Oh, here I am. All right. Number two is going to come as absolutely no surprise for anybody or to anybody about me. I'm a simp for this show. And obviously, or honestly, this actual character isn't that special. But the time I put into it, and even though it came on the heels of SAO, this character and this show kind of kicked off the obsession I now have with anime. So you could probably guess it. But number two is going to be Natsu Dragneel. Yeah, that's that's good, good choice. Good choice. That was actually oh, going to be one of mine. Was going to be one of mine, but then I made that stipulation. Then you gave yourself a rule. I like. It. I appreciate it. Indeed, indeed. So my number two is going to be Ray White. He is from Ice Blade Sorcerer. He is an ex-military sorcerer that was inherited the Ice Blade. Uh, which is one of the top eight, I think, or eight or seven sorcerers of uh, all time, and nobody knows it. He enlisted into a school and pretty much is a huge, like, muscle guy. So he's, like, huge and buffed out and very, like, the nicest dude you ever meet, but he will fuck you up if you fuck with any of his friends. Like, literally slaughter you. It's fantastic. Mm. He will fuck you. He will, like, literally, like, hey, come here, buddy. Let me talk to you for a second. 
And then, you know, bad things happen with no loop. I die, clown. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So he's he's Anos with ice. Yeah, basically. But he doesn't show anybody that. He just has, like, he was militarily trained right, a, right. at a young age. That sounds pretty dope, too. So I just got to ask y'all, since you apparently know what my top two is, what's my number two there, Chris? Again, I don't know what order you're going to have them in, but I'm assuming it's Vegeta and Asuna. What about you, Christian? I'm going to hold my uh, comments for later. Number two, I'm going to pick Asuna. (laughs) 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 Just when I think I'm unpredictable, I'm still predictable. You're not unpredictable, lad. It's Vegeta. There's only so many. There's only so many animes. (laughs) There's only so many animes you've watched, sir. Uh, Asuna, yeah. Uh, I thought about putting her at number one, but I was just like, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say my, I'm gonna say that next comment. I just want to drag it out just a little bit longer. <laughs> then I remembered Vegeta was there, so uh... <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> God, I fucking hate you. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, y'all know my thoughts on on Asuna, and uh, yeah, she's fucking badass. She'd be on the fucking top five badass characters. On top of that. Uh, yeah, just just an amazing, amazingly written character that is even better written in the manga, the uh, progressive manga and the progressive series. So once I started getting a little bit of that backstory into it, yeah, that character even shot up even more for me. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for that to keep going, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right, you want to take a shot at my number one? I promise you, you won't guess it. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Yami Sukahiro. Yami, number one. Number wow. one. And listen, so just for a little backstory into my psyche as to why I put him here. So I used to, in my younger years, just care way too much about what people thought about me and about being competitive about things that shouldn't even require competitive spirit, you know, just being a stupid kid, I guess. But somewhere in my mid twenties, and especially when I had a kid, I just developed this attitude of, I got my family, I got my friends. I don't really give a fuck what anybody else thinks about me. And that's pretty much how I live my life now. Um, and I watched Black Clover coming on the heels of that epiphany and that realization. So Yami just really resonated with me and hit home because that's exactly how he is. He doesn't give two dog shits about anybody's opinion. He's going to do what he thinks is best. He's going to look out for his house, and he'll help other people when they need help. But at the same time, he doesn't give a crap about negative feedback unless it applies to him or his house. So, yeah, he's my favorite for sure. Yeah, what he said. Just copy and paste that to what I said. <laughs> Jesus. And he also shits a lot and likes his private time. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so my number one is going to be Sid, or a.k.a. Shadow from Eminence in Shadow. Just, I mean, Chris hit that with his number five. It's He's like the perfect, like, he's like what I want to be if I was an anime character. That would be... I want to be OP, but I also want to be in the background, you know? 
like yeah. the whole tournament with him, you know, trying to try out how his background character deaths. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny. And just laughing about it the whole time too. Like he had, the- he he moves so fast, he has time to think. Oh, how can I do this? How can I make myself a background character real quick? It's just and he, it's entertaining. He keeps like a log of strategical ploys to reinforce his identity as a background character. Like I'm telling you, the the level of articulation they put into writing him, and he just comes off as such an asshole to everybody else. But he's not. He just doesn't give a damn. No fucks. No, no fucks. Like I did not expect this anime from episode one. Did you? No. No, no, not at all. And like, then I was the, the jump into episode two, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yes, it was crazy. So good, no. though. Mm-hmm. My number one is Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Vegeta. Don't sound so hurt, bro. <laughs> Look, dude, I, I used to not like Vegeta. Uh, I was a huge Goku fan. Obviously, when you're a kid, Goku is going to be your fucking favorite, right? But as you get older, you start oh, yeah. just how badass Vegeta is. Right. And I will go on record. I haven't watched much anime, so I will put that as a little disclaimer when I say this. Vegeta is the best well-written, the best written character in anime ever. The most developed character. He goes from this fucking bland, just run-of-the-mill villain at the very beginning of the series. And at the very end, he is more of a father figure than Goku. He's just hell bent on trying to be the best, and yes, his uh, his methods are a little uh, a little fucked up, but he does whatever he has to do to get the job done, and I relate to that a lot. And uh, I remember the moment it fucking changed for me that the the moment that I really started liking him more was when he went Majin Vegeta. Yes. Majin Vegeta. I could agree. And then he sacrificed himself for everything. I was like, dude, that is fucking dope. And then he came back and now he's a he's a good guy and all of this good shit. And yeah, just one of the best developed, if not the best developed character in anime ever. His abridged version is just as good. Oh, the bridge version is fucking I was wearing my armor. <laughs> <laughs> What's your car? What's your condom? I was wearing my armor. <laughs> I thought you had protection. <laughs> Have you watched? Uh, the I don't guess so, dude. You, you need, need to watch the bridge. Uh, it's so funny. yeah. And I hey, guess I and, have him and Bulma are fucking, and he fucking he he gallant guns her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Were you wearing protection? <laughs> I was wearing my armor." <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. Just like the Sword Art Online uh, abridged is so good, too. Like, I've seen that either. Like, you need to watch that one over anything because it's it's literally Shadow, but Kirito. Oh, nice. Oh, it's perfect. It's like okay. the opposite of what Kirito normally is. Oh, dude, so fantastic. But guys, yeah, that is going to be it for uh, our top favorite anime characters of all time let us know in our discord which you can go to by get to by going to patreon.com slash two game join us at any of those tiers and get access to our discord and that's where you can drop in 
whether we were right or wrong, whatever, go fuck yourself. I don't care. Uh, honestly, when I was talking about my, my list, like I said earlier, I, I could have, I could have added uh, a few different people in there, but if that was the case, then my list would just all be Chris Sabat and, uh, uh, Jeremy Lee. That There's be, nothing wrong with that, sir. There, there is nothing wrong with that, but I want a little bit, a little bit of diversity, you know, a little bit of diversity. I mean, it's understandable, but still watch more animes. You'll have more. That's true. Like all might, I was gonna put him in my top five, but, uh, that had me three with him in it. I was like, eh, probably not. He was close. He he was. I had to cut him out in the final cut. Yeah, young Midoriya. I should have just seen the fucking thought process through my head when he told me this. Oh, I I can't even imagine. No, it, <laughs> it was, was hard so enough bad. for me, dude. It took me like forty five minutes. So I was like, I was like, poor Christian. This he probably stayed up last night doing this. I was so bad. It was so bad. I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to I need to set myself some stipulations so I can just get through this. Because if I don't, it's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be everywhere. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> but all right, let's close this episode out with our weekly recommendations. Chris, what you got for these fine people? Mm. Uh, I usually like to recommend something that is either new to me or that I'm currently going through at the moment. But after we talked about it, it really lit the fire for me for Food Wars again. I think people should watch that. If you, if you like funny anime and you don't mind some unnecessary edginess, that show is amazing. I've watched it. It's it's I will second that. It is very, it's so good that. Mm. So mine's going to be reincarnation of the strongest exorcist. That is, it's pretty, it's pretty decent of a watch so far. It's only got three episodes subbed, but um, so far those three episodes are pretty, pretty decent. Hopefully they expand on it and make it even better because. They have the potential. It's there. They just need to capitalize on it. Hopefully they do. But if they don't, then who knows? I'll probably still watch it. I'll probably watch it anyway. That, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how we all are recommending uh, anime this week. Love it. Same, man. When you talk about it, you get the bug. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'm going to recommend uh, Vinland Saga. It's a fair. It's still a fairly new uh anime the second season's being released right now i think they're doing uh weekly episodes on netflix uh it's basically vikings and anime so what else what else do i need to say about it you know that that is basically the thing that drew me into it was, was just anime about vikings and i've only watched a couple of episodes so i'm not too far into it to really give any type of commentary on characters or storylines or anything like that but the acting, the voice acting so far, the animation is enough to to keep me around up to this point. And then, like Chris said, uh, I'm assuming in the next few episodes, it's really going to kick off and become amazing. And uh, I can't wait. I think it does anyway. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard anyways. So, Yes, indeed. But guys, that is going to be it for us. If you like what we're doing here, you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. Other than that, we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters. Later, Later. guys.